Welcome back to an episode on Coffee with Craner. Today I have Ari Fried joining me on the show. Ari Fried is a third generation owner of Freed's of Windsor. It's been around since 1929 for 91 years and it's the largest independent clothing store in all of Canada for both men and women. Ari's received an MBA from the Odette School of Business. He's a 20 year plus director on the Alzheimer's Society. He's also served as chair for the Better Business Bureau so I'm glad to have you on the show today, Ari. Thanks for joining. Oh, it's my pleasure, Lyndon. Great to be here. Thank you. And every show I talk about coffee, where in Windsor is your favorite place to grab some coffee, Ari? All right. Well, before I talk about Windsor, I got to talk about my wife. I always talk about the wife first. My wife, Pam, just tore her ACL. So she's been uh, laid up a bit, hard to get up and down the stairs. Uh, usually, you know, so she likes to get a Keurig. When she's at home, the easy, the easy coffee. I uh, tried to get her one the last couple of days. It's not pumping out the water properly. So I go on YouTube. It says apple cider vinegar. So I clean out the pipes with apple cider vinegar. Try and wash it all through. Bring her up the coffee. I said, here, try this. See how it tastes. She, she, she almost screams. This is awful. The vinegar was still in it. So apple cider vinegar can help your Keurig machine, but it uh, make sure you get the vinegar out of there before you serve it. As far as Windsor goes, there is a brand new spot, Lyndon. It's right across from Freed. It's called Cafe Amour. The owner is a husband and wife team, Amour and Maurizio. Uh, they have a son, Patrick. They've been open about three weeks now, right across from Freed's. Incredible coffee. So uh, uh, enjoying it as we speak. Yes. What do you usually take in your coffee? Um, I'm kind of a, if I'm going specialty, I like a latte sometimes, a little vanilla, vanilla latte. I don't mind at all. Or a awesome. little hazelnut, hazelnut. I don't mind either. Sounds delicious. So I have to ask, Ari, your business has opened and it's opened on uh, different hours because of COVID-19. Uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the ways that your business has, has changed and adapted um, since this all began. Yeah, I mean, it's been a challenging time for everybody. Um, 63 days we were closed. Uh, we closed really quickly once we found out what was going on. And um, it's been very different. We're on reduced hours. We're open now uh, Tuesdays through Saturdays, 11 to 5, and Sundays, 12 to 4. We're right now closed on Mondays and uh, did a lot of damage control. When uh, we first closed the store down, it was right before prom wedding grad season, crazy times. Uh, got the sneeze guard plexiglass in place at our front counter, uh, bought masks, so our masks, uh, you know, so we have masks available for our customers because the safety of our staff and our customers, I mean, that became priority one. And, uh, you know, as far as the damage control, we spoke to a lot of our suppliers about the merchandise coming in. And, you know, now we're getting close to fall and what is fall going to look like and what is next spring going to look like. So in the clothing world, you buy uh, primarily a year in advance. So obviously nobody saw this coming. And, uh, you know, we've been very careful and trying to be as proactive as we can during these uh, uncertain times. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that it was a year in advance that you're buying the clothes. Did you have to switch to like an online 
platform during kind of your shutdown? Uh, we had our online business still running and, uh, you know, continued with that. And then curbside became available. That doesn't really work that well for clothing. I mean, obviously having mm -hmm. our home front, the brick and mortar store open is a great thing to have again. And, uh, you know, again, the safety of everyone was important. We got our, um, our, maintenance company rivera building maintenance they do special sanitization of the store every day you know practicing all the social distancing and you know with customers as far as you know trying on clothes and measuring them uh we're, we're being very careful and trying to use all the protocol uh as much you know very important to keep safe that's a great point are are, are customers able to still try on their their suit that they're looking for or shoes or anything like that they are trying on the merchandise and uh, you know, if they try things on and they don't take them, then we put them in sort of like a, a quarantine for a 24 hour period or disinfect them, you know, the merchandise or steam them as much as we can. And even the fitting rooms, we try and keep, uh, you know, every other fitting room. I mean, thankfully our store, it's 50,000 square feet and we're a huge facility. Uh, yet even uh, this weekend we did something uh, which worked out really well. We had an outdoor, uh, sort of an outdoor sale, indoor outdoor sale. And that brought, uh, you know, that brought uh, a nice buzz, uh, a nice group of uh, people to the store. And uh, obviously outdoor, outdoor is great this time of year. Thanks, Ari. And we had a, we had a question come in, in the comments here. And I do encourage anyone watching to please enter your questions in the comments. Happy to answer them on the show today. Um, Annette Segan says, how was Freed supply chain affected? And I know you talked a little bit about the the one one year that you're ordering the merchandise, and you talked about prom and everything like that. Is there any other specifics that you could let us know about how it's been affected? I mean, the whole clothing world's had a deep impact on 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 what's happened, and you know because we were closed uh, for 63 days, and because we're not sure of the future the supply chain did get broken, uh, so to speak. And everyone who's in the business from suppliers to the retailers, all affected. So the suppliers were starting to, to have tons of merchandise. They were trying to get that spring merchandise out. We had taken in a lot of it. So we had, we had a lot of merchandise, hadn't received all of it. So it became, uh, during those 63 days, my business partner, myself, Dan Orman, we were, we were working maybe harder than ever speaking to our suppliers, talking to them about the situation of the distribution of our goods to the store for the current season and for the fall winter season. So now being a year ahead, we're looking at next spring, summer, and what is that gonna look like? And we're not 100% sure as nobody is. So everything's uh, somewhat up in the air. So it really helps that we have uh, our going into 91 years of history and the, the help of uh, our fathers and my grandfather, who's behind us there, I founded the store in 1929. So a lot of experiences helping us get through these times. Yes, and did it have a huge effect on the the clothing that you're putting in the store? Did you have to shift everything? So let's say those 65 days, those two, two months and a little bit, did you have to shift, let's say you were selling summer clothes, are you shifting that down the line or is that kind of being recycled for next year? Well, um, so we had most of the spring summer goods in the store, so really no shift needed there. And people just came in a little bit later and are still buying that merchandise now. Uh, now we're getting into fall and we're bringing in some of that fall merchandise 
and maybe not all of it. And some of that fall merchandise uh, could have got canceled as well by our suppliers because uh, all of the uncertainty. So uh, yet there is a tremendous amount of inventory available. And I have the feeling uh, that we are going to have some great opportunities to pass on some great savings uh, to our customers over the next year. So stay tuned for that. I'm excited. And now, Fred, I want to jump over to the question about uh, clothing stores. And you mentioned that you do have that online platform, but you also have a facility, a 50,000 square foot facility. What is this brick and mortar? How do you set yourself apart from other other clothing stores? Um, inside? I would say a lot of different ways that we set ourselves apart. Uh, the first one I would probably use one word and that's family. I mean, having a family business um, and having a family atmosphere, even though we're big, we're still sort of one big family. Uh, so we have the founder, Sam Freed, behind us, 1929. Then we have my father and my uncle, Al Arman. Now there's myself and my cousin, Dan Orman, third generation. And now in the wings, just coming in the last couple of years, my sons, Evan and Derek. Plus, you've got um, a staff and management team that has over 1,000 plus years of experience, not just in retail, but at Freeds of Windsor. Um, I think that really sets us apart. And um, the fact that we are also family run without a bunch of chains, there's no bureaucracy. So when things like COVID hit us, we're able to manage things and make decisions right on the spot. And that gives us a huge advantage over a lot of competition. That's great to know. And have you been able to, is it, is it that legacy in Windsor that you've created through those 91 years that really helps, helps spark your business? It does, but what I found through our business is the world and retail, it's always evolving. And just when you think you got things figured out, you know, you can, we have great customers, we got great staff, but when you think you got things going well, something can, something can fall. Like we had, uh, you know, my, my grandfather had the Great Depression. We had uh, the recession of 2007, 2009. We had, we had uh, uh, sorry, 97 in, 19, in 1997. We had 2001. Um, we had 9-11 and now we got COVID. So you think you got things figured out and then something else can happen. So you always have to strive uh, to improve and, and be ready for your next move. So how have you been preparing for those changes, Ari? You, you mentioned 9-11 and you mentioned all those other cases. How did you prepare for if a disaster were to happen? Well, um, I don't think you can ever be fully prepared, but by being in our store on a daily basis, by always watching what's going on in the store, in Windsor, across the world, all of those things are going to have an impact on your business. So, you know, whether it be uh, news, uh, local news, things happening throughout the world, uh, changes that are going on in technology, the world continues to change. And if you stand still, the world's just gonna, you know, pass you by. You gotta keep, you gotta keep working to improve, even when you think you th you got things going well. Yes, and and Annette actually commented here, and she said how she really admires how Freeds has been able to adapt over the years, especially with 9/11. Can we talk a little bit more about that that situation? What happened, and how did it affect Freeds? 
Well, uh, Dan and I were actually uh, filming with the Detroit Lions. We used to do a lot of business with uh, U.S. sports and Detroit sports. And when those planes went into the into the buildings, into the towers, uh, we were in Detroit. And um, it had a major impact because the border closed and our American business pretty much shut down at that time. And uh, we had to, you know, pick up the pieces. We were doing extremely well at that time. And, you know, a lot of know-how and a lot of uh, continuing to work hard and just be in, the, be in your business every day and, you know, discuss the situation with your partners, with your staff, and, uh, you know, figure things out as much as you can. Has, do you think that situation has kind of made you more prepared for the situation we're going through now with the border being closed? I don't think it hurts. I don't think a little experience hurts. You don't want to, um, you know, just shake your head and freak out and say, oh, my God, what's going to happen? You know, the store is closed. Uh, you know, when are we going to get through this? You have to look at the situation that's presented and the barriers or obstacles that are in front of you. And you got to work through them and come up with solutions. And uh, that's where you've got to continue to use your mind and have great communication with uh, the people around you and, and figure things out. Yes, and, and going to our, our next question about infrastructure and technology, um, and you've, you've been through a bunch of different milestones in your career and different situations that have happened. And I know Freed's has, has had some many um, major infrastructure improvements. Let's talk a little bit about that. How is the overall um, aspect of the store changed over the years? Oh, it's changed so many times in so many ways. Um, so let's, let's see here. Uh, so the store was called Sam's up until 1971. We've gone through about five major expansions. Um, so we changed the name to Freed's in 71. Uh, I came into the store with Dan in the mid 80s. Uh, when I remember growing up, I mean, the fashions changed so dramatically. I just had a flash of the Saturday night fever with all the white suits when I was at that age, not in the business and seeing rack after rack of white suits, uh, like the John Travolta era. Like we've been through leisure suits, white suits, uh, bell bottoms, uh, three button, uh, on and on. Um, so fashion changes, but technology changes with it. So I also remember uh, when I was younger, not in the business yet, that no such thing as a computer, certainly no cell phones. And uh, when a sale was made, they were just written up on what we call like a hard copy cash register by the salespeople. And then they would bring it to the girls at the counter and then they would process uh, cash credit card or a free charge at that time. So, I mean, and now you've got uh, such a different world with uh, e-commerce and Instagram. Uh, you got the, you know, the Fang stock, you got your Facebook, your Apples, your Amazons, your Netflix and your Googles all in the equation. It's a completely different world and uh, everyone's got to be ready for it. Do you find that majority of your business is is from either the brick and mortar or would you say it's from online? Right now, still much more uh, brick and mortar. Um, online is something that uh, we continue to work on because, as I mentioned, Amazon, uh, the world is changing and we are changing as well. And uh, that's why I'm glad to have, you know, uh, some youth in the business like my sons who are still in their 20s 
and uh, we can all together uh, work on continuing to grow our brick and mortar business and of course our online digital business as well. Excellent. And what have these changes taught you as, as a leader throughout, throughout the years that you've been working there? One thing it's taught me is you got to be humble. I mean, I, you know, I grew up, as you said, before cell phones, before computers, before there was such a thing as an online sale. I actually remember once hearing when, when the, when the dot-com started, I remember uh, sitting actually in this office and a person had told me, if you think you're going to sell something online, you're crazy. And I actually wasn't sure that we would be able to. And I wish I wouldn't have listened to him at all because we would have been way ahead of the game if, uh, you know, if we, if we would have really got on that when, when things started. So, you know, you've got to, uh, you know, you got to take some risks, but you've got to be on top of uh, how the world changes and uh, try and be the first to be innovative. So Ari, let's talk a little bit about your your team culture and yourself as a leader. I, I've noticed on at least on social media and from actually being in the store, there is that that team culture that you have. Um, if we can talk a little bit more about that. Well, the culture is, you know, there's an embedded culture, a 91 year history. So you've got uh, you've got so much culture. You've got so much uh, family. You've got uh, so many different points of view and you've got the old values and the old recipes which we now have to merge with the new recipes for making it in the retail world so the challenges have probably never been harder but uh, that's why I'm uh, you know I like I like challenges and I like having people around me that are going to help us to move freeds to the next level and we're excited for that what has been your, your biggest challenge so far to date? Uh, well, certainly COVID comes to mind right off the, off the top. And I would say online is the other one. Uh, what I didn't really allude to too much is that when you're buying clothing online, you don't have that experience of being in a store, trying it on and seeing how it fits. So given that people do want to go to their phone, press a button and have something delivered to them within the next day or two, um, very difficult to do in clothing because you're not, they're not trying it on. So you can have returns. And um, I would say that that's the biggest challenge today is, is, is getting people sizes right online. And that's, uh, that's something that uh, uh, many people continue to work on. And, and we're looking at, we're looking at ways to, to help in that regard too. So there's not as many uh, wrong sizes picked out online. Yes. Thank you, Ari. And to kind of close up, is there any any final advice that you can provide to uh, today's emerging leaders, whether it's somebody that may be joining the uh, retail business, wants to go into fashion? What are some things that you can leave us? I would just say that, you know, the world continues to change. Um, you got to be proactive. You have to be a good listener. You have to be humble. You have to look at the other side of the coin. There's always two sides to every equation and um, you have to be patient. And I guess the last word is to remain positive. One more thought though, is always work hard and never give up. Thank you, Ari. And I, I really appreciate your time today. Um, I, I, I can't thank you enough for being on the show. 
and we'll see each other soon. And for those watching, please go into Freed's or even check out their website, freeds.com for more information. I look, I love talking with you, Lyndon. Uh, I want to see you in the store and everyone who's listening, come say hello in the store. Let me know if you saw the show. Coffee with Craner is great. Lyndon, you're a great guy and really appreciate having me on the show. Thank you, Ari. We'll see you next time on the Coffee with Craner show. All right, man. Take it easy.